Welcome to Crosstalk, the gospel for today and beyond. We are so glad you could join us today. The Crosstalk podcast is in pursuit of growing in our understanding of the gospel and discovering what it means to transfer to the next generation. And now, here are your hosts, Charles and Daniel. Good to be with you today. This week is Thanksgiving week, and Thursday will be, or has been, if you're listening to this after the holiday, (laughs) uh, the holiday where we give thanks as individuals and as a country. Um, I do think that Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving holiday, that is, has become something of more of just mere tradition, and we thank some aberration that does not exist, and there's no real central view of where anything comes from. And as a society and a culture, but we want to look at it as more what it means for us as believers, right? And what it can mean for us as believers. And and Thanksgiving is more than a time to get together and give thanks for family and things, but to rehearse our year and and how God has worked. And so I think it's important for us to realize as we go into this holiday that first of all, our lives should be full of Thanksgiving. Our pastor last Sunday taught on that. It was super encouraging, super uh, convicting that. You know, Thanksgiving should be a part of our life. Not a, a one-year event. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So I realized before we started this, we really didn't have any title. Did you have a title for this? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, I don't have a title. We didn't even talk about that. So being completely open and honest here on air. We, Sorry, we didn't folks. Have a, that's, uh, yeah. We're just showing So it's our, Thanksgiving. Uh, we're talking about Thanksgiving, folks. Uh, that's what we're talking about. Um, but no, we want to rehearse the things that God has done and worked, how he is, who he is, what he has done. And uh, we'll be looking at Lamentations is where we're pulling from, um, mainly from and learning from. So let's just jump right in. And number one, Thanksgiving is a time to reflect. Right. Most folks are from most Christians, I think, who read their Bibles at all, been to church very long, heard very many lessons or messages, sermons, recall... Lamentations 3, 21 through 23, when Jeremiah said, uh, This I recall to mind, therefore I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies, his steadfast love, ESV says, that we are not consumed because his compassion does not fail. We They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. But there's a, a lot that comes before that and a lot that comes after. It's right in the middle of a of a lamentation that the right. book is a lament. A lament, yeah, it's more mourning. Yeah. To, it's, to, it's a reason why Jeremiah is called the weeping prophet. He had some things to weep about, which reminds me of something I heard a brother say in a podcast just a couple of weeks ago that sometimes we're depressed because there's a reason to be depressed. Right. And Jeremiah had some reasons to be depressed. Now you say, well, man, that doesn't sound too much like a good Thanksgiving. Right. Well, I. I say that, I think we'll see the point as we go through this. It's time to reflect, um, and that's what um, that's what um, Jeremiah was doing. If you look at Jeremiah 3 in the early verses, Jeremiah talks about, he says, I am a man who has known affliction. Mm. Uh, I am a man who feels that God has led me into darkness, not into light. He has uh, put his hand against me and turned his hand against me all the day. Now, that's just the beginning verses of Jeremiah chapter 3. You could read all the way through verse 20, and that's what you get, a rehearsal, a reflection. And so with that in mind, I think that we need to be encouraged to reflect upon the hand of God, the, I mean, the happenings in our lives, 
the reflect upon. That's that what happens. I was going to ask. So, what do we reflect upon? <laughs> um, the uh, one. I mean, as far as this Thanksgiving goes, and I think every Thanksgiving, it's good for the people of God just to stop and rehearse the year. Right. You know, don't wait till December thirty first. I mean, that's not too far off. But as we're entering the holiday season, there is a proneness toward depression. Right. There's a proneness toward or afterwards, especially. Yeah, because. Once you've kind of geared up and now it's over. But the other thing is people remember bad stuff. Right. They remember that their father's gone, their spouse is gone, their child died. You know, I can think of a brother that I met when we did a family leadership conference, really sharp man and his wife, and had several children, really wanted to order their home after the Lord. Got a letter from him. I'd contacted him. Every once in a while, we, we'll send letters. And so I wrote him, and he wrote me back. Right in the middle of the letter, he says, uh, you know, the Lord has helped us to to recover from the loss of our dear son. Mm-hmm. Their son was like 11, 12 years old or something like that. And it was a horrible thing. They just, and uh, so I, I said it to say, but it's okay to reflect on those things. For some of us, it's been pretty much a good year. Right. I mean, there's no tragedies have happened to us personally we know people friends who struggle with tragedy or with affliction or burdens but then there are some among us who've really struggled with some significant loss burdens is it possible that sometimes how we view things in life is a bit more about perspective than what has actually happened not to diminish that which has been difficult but things can come along and we can make them out to be the end of the world when they they were difficult but we're still alive and we're still eating and we're still right. enjoying that time together. But sometimes we look back on it and it's been a hard year. And it's like, well, yeah, it's been a hard year, but you're still breathing. Yeah. Is still, that not gratitude or is there no gratitude for that? Right. There's still food on the table. Right. We still have a church that loves us. And again, us. I don't want to diminish. No, not at all. Anything hard that has happened to anyone. I think if anyone would appreciate yeah. affliction over a particular year, our family would. Right. You know, you just have to recall to mind the year 1996 and right. and 97 too, and it seemed like 98, 99, it seemed like they all just piled up. I, right. We can appreciate that. But and so I, I say that, and we say that to our brothers and sisters and say, reflect upon the happenings in your life, good or bad, whatever. Right. Think upon them. Well, in all things. Yeah. yeah. Give thanks. And, but, but what we see, and for, for Jeremiah at that point, they were pretty negative. It was a pretty bad situation. Things didn't look good. But also to reflect upon the hand on our lives. You know, there's this song, The Unseen Hand. We used to listen to it in the car a good bit back when we had a cassette player. (laughs) That's not funny, but yeah. Uh, Now people collect this. (laughs) Yeah, there is an unseen hand uh, that moves in ways I cannot see. And as as believers, we need to reflect on that. Mm. Uh, If it's been a bad year, what we would call a bad year, which is not bad – if it's in this sense, the hand of God is on us. Right. We know as believers that God's hand is bringing things to pass. It's not like things, our life's not been filled with accidents. Right. It's been filled with God ordained gifts and events. Well, there are no accidents. Exactly. So, I mean, humanly speaking, it was an accident. But. Yeah. Yeah. And temporally speaking, yeah, that, that shouldn't have happened. But eternally speaking, and from a divine, from a Godward perspective, uh, we know that God ordains all things after the counsel of His will, that all things are being worked together by Him for our good and for His glory and to make us more like Jesus. 
It's not empty promise. It's not empty words. We need to reflect on that. Okay, so did we lose a child? Did we have a horrible health event? Mm. Did a parent or a spouse pass away? Did we lose our home in a fire? Right. All of those are cataclysmic, you know. But we can reflect on that not only as a happening, as happened stance, but as the hand of God. Well, I do think also we're talking about perspective, and I know I mentioned that earlier on when you were talking, but I do think to reflect you must have the proper perspective. Mm-hmm. And then what you're talking about is having a perspective of who God is and how he works. Yeah, speakers sometimes like to say perspective is everything yeah. or attitude is everything. But, but while it may not be absolutely everything, it is much of what our outlook, our our response to things is and should be. So, yeah, I mean, perspective is a major part of it, how we look at what has happened. And if we see it as the hand of God, that makes a big difference. That's not just empty words. That's right. truth. That's reality. biblical truth. It is reality. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Thanksgiving is a time to reflect, but Thanksgiving is a time to rethink. Yeah. I, what you see is a major shift. It's almost like who's, there's somebody different talking in verse 21. In regards to lamentation. Yeah, if we yeah. go back to lamentation, you read the first 20 verses. I'm a man who has had this. God has done this. This has happened. Oh, man, this fell apart. This right. is darkness. This is not good. It's just repetition over and over. I mean, well, good night. Get get over it. I mean, I, I've got, an, I got, I got it. <laughs> and then in verse 21, it is this I recall to mind. Rethink. Therefore, I have hope. Wow, what a switch. What a it, it's not like you go didn't. from utter despair to complete and utter hope. Well, it's a perspective switch. You talked about perspective. Yeah. It's not that these things didn't happen and he's oblivious to them. It's that there's a, a greater perspective, a greater truth that overrides these things. And so he he is rethinking um first of all and, and we need to rethink our thoughts. No, I know that's a redundancy redundant. there, yeah. but I get what you're saying. Yeah. I rethink our thoughts. Uh, but that's what he's doing, and that's what we So, in other do. words, he said all these bad things, and I say bad things. There, it's been a lament. Yeah. He's lamented all of these things, and not only, now how he goes is and kind of rethinks and goes, but I have hope. Therefore, I have hope. Uh, I recall to mind, we're going to focus on that term recall in a minute, but therefore, I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed. Now, mm-hmm. people can say, well, man, that's sort of a drastic thing. If all we're happy for is that we're not going to go to hell, you know, well, that's a lot to be thankful for. If we're it not is. going to spend eternity separated from Christ, that's a lot to be thankful for. Which could probably be a great starting point. Yes. Um, so uh, it is of the Lord's mercies. And when he says we, speaking covenantally of the nation, because the nation was in a covenant relationship with God, the nation and they had of forsaken Israel, that God. Is, yes, yeah. So he said, "You know, truth is, we deserved a lot worse. If we'd gotten what we deserved, we would have been consumed. We would have." Well, when you look at it in the larger context of Israel's sin, Israel's rebellion, then yes, yeah. And and as the covenant people of God, now every one of us who know Christ can say that with all honesty: it's of the Lord's mercies that I'm not consumed. That God did not, and praise God for that. Do away with me, yeah. That's that's rethinking my thoughts. My mm. thoughts tend to be, what did I do to deserve this? 
I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty good guy. I try to follow the Lord. I've tried to be obedient. I've tried to order my life. I've tried to raise my children. I've tried to, to order my church life and be faithful there. And what do I get? What thanks do I get? You know, that's our tendency. You know, do you deserve a break today, as the old commercial said? You know, well, no. Uh, we haven't gotten what we deserve. We've gotten much less and much more than we deserve. So we need to rethink our thoughts. Right. And then we need to rethink our treasure. Because what what Jeremiah was thinking was the loss of the glory of the nation. The temple, Jerusalem, Mount Zion, city on the hill, uh, surrounded on the sides in the north by walls of protection, God blessing, reigning in Jerusalem, you know, well, the truth is, all of that was temporal. It was never meant to be eternal. It was all pointing to something eternal. It was pointing to someone. All of that was pointing to Christ. If if we think of that simply as we'll have a false view of Old Testament and Scripture, if we only think of that as as the main thing, as the temporal things, as the main thing. And so he's not only rethinking his thoughts, he's rethinking treasure. Where is treasure? And his treasure was in the coming of the one who would make these things, would would bring fulfillment to these things. So, mm. so, um, and our treasure, where's our ultimate treasure? Right. Uh, well, certainly we treasure our spouses, we treasure our children, well, we treasure our families, we treasure our church, we treasure what we have to a certain degree, our homes and the things, stuff that's in them. But where's our treasure lie? That's where our heart will be. Well, I think also treasure, what you treasure, reveals what your perspective is. Going back to the perspective aspect, yep. it really does reveal where you're at and what you're looking at. So we have Thanksgiving as a time to reflect. We have Thanksgiving as a time to rethink. But finally, if Thanksgiving is a time to remember, which in some ways seems to naturally go hand in hand with our Thanksgiving holiday. We remember all that has happened yeah. and what was good. But we, we should do remember good things. We remember yeah. the goodness of God. We remember our families. Remember maybe dear ones who are gone now, but we God gave us good things with them. Certainly as Americans, as United States citizens, we think of the blessings of God upon this land. Those are things to remember. Yeah, because I mean, Thanksgiving is inherently a an American holiday. It is. It's yeah. American, and it is Christian. Right. Which probably explains why a lot of people are not that interested in it anymore right. in, in our culture. But um, but for us as followers of Christ, and as for Jeremiah here, I think what we see, we obviously see as a man who, who remembered first the eternal promises of God. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions do not fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So the promises of God – which we'll talk some about as we look move on into the Christmas uh, season here in the next few weeks. But um, the prophets always hearkened back to the promises of God, the covenant promises of God. And the ultimate of those covenant promises was the promise of Christ, the promise of an eternal kingdom, the promise uh, of the nations flowing into the temple and the kingdom becoming more than just a, a little tribal Jewish kingdom, but a, an eternal worldwide kingdom. And certainly that has come in 
the church. Right. You know. So so uh, he remembered the promises of God. He remembered the purpose of God. Uh, and when he thought back on the what the ESV calls the um, uh, uh, unfailing love or steadfast love of God, the King James often translates it mercies or tender mercies, loving kindness. The word hesed, which is a word for God's covenant faithfulness. So he's he's thinking in terms that God is faithful because of his eternal purpose. God has an eternal purpose. All of this stuff, this temporal stuff that's coming along are all part of a greater picture and a greater purpose. And so as we think upon and think through Thanksgiving that the things we enjoy temporally, even people, point us to something of greater significance eternally. Well, I do think going back to this perspective thing, when you look at the promises of God and the purposes of God, you begin to gain perspective. So you look back and you look at a time to reflect and you look at, you know, a time to rethink. These are the this is the lens from which you are looking at everything. If we to remember, we must remember through the lens of God's promises, through the lens of his purposes. If we're reminded of that, then it all makes sense in some way. It yes. may not the details of it, everything that happened may not make sense. It may there may be the question why, which I have no problem with, but the the purposes and the, the promises help focus that lens and that right. pers- of perspective. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the verses past that, that center piece of 21 through 23 in Lamentations 3, he begins to say that the Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul that seeks him. It's good for a man that he should hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. I thought of Job as I was meditating on this passage in his uh, – uh, uh, thou hast redeemed my life from the power of the grave. Thou, mm. The psalmist said something similar to that. And um, I know that my Redeemer lives. You know, So uh, th- this purpose, this redemptive purpose that God is about is being and it will ultimately be fulfilled. The Lord will not cast off forever. But though he caused grief, yet he will have compassion according to the multitude of his mercies, for he does not afflict willingly nor grieve the children of men. To crush under his feet all the prisoners of the earth, to turn aside the right of a man before the face of the Most High, etc., etc. Here's a man who, who, who doesn't obliviously um, forget <clears throat> what has happened, but he rethinks, retools himself spiritually to remember and live his life remembering the goodness of God, which then finally leads to the fact that he. We need to remember the eternal presence of God mm-hmm. that we have in Christ by the Holy Spirit, Christ with us, in us. We have more than a table full of food. Man, that's wonderful. And it that's is an absolutely evidence of God's wonderful, goodness. and I'm going to enjoy it. I, I, yes, I enjoy the downtime, the shopping time, the right. football time, all those things, the time together, being with you guys and, and other people, our family. They're extended now people that we've kind of brought into our fold, you know, that we like to invest in and they like to be with us. All of this, but more than that, is the presence of God in Christ. The, The Christian has, the believer has, through the Word, through the Spirit, by the church, the bride of Christ, we have the presence of God. And so this Thanksgiving, maybe evening before you go to bed, if you're just you and your wife and your kids are grown, you and your wife together, or if you have someone you're discipling, maybe just break off the normal discipleship curriculum or whatever you're doing right. 
and stop and think through these things. Think through Lamentations 3. Think through Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Think through what Thanksgiving means to us. Yeah. That, that will promote, I think, and begin and kick off a really blessed holiday. So this Thanksgiving, we're asking you to reflect, rethink, and remember. Yeah. That, that's what we're asking you and challenging and encouraging you to do. Yeah. See it more than just a time of what you normally do, but yeah. make sure these are a part of what you normally do. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, this is good, and we wish all of those a happy Thanksgiving and a blessed, blessed weekend. Yep. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Amen. Thanks, everyone, so much for joining us today. You can always visit us on the web at crosstalkpodcast.org. Crosstalk is produced by Vision for Living Ministries, a nonprofit organization. This podcast is a free resource, but you can support us financially through our website. For more information on Vision for Living Ministries, visit our website at visionforliving.org, where you will find more great resources. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Vision for Living or on Twitter at V4L. We also love to hear from our listeners. You can email us anytime at info at visionforliving.org. Be sure to join us next week on Crosstalk, the gospel for today and beyond.